Yo, what's up, what's up everybody? It's 6 p.m. Sunday evening and I start once again with the foolishness, with what I do, this is it. Welcome to Going Full Nerd. <laughs> Yo, you know I gotta kick it off with the great music. What's happening everybody? What's going on? It's your boy Onyx once again with Going Full Nerd. Oh. Man, recording this podcast is just so exhilarating. It makes me feel so good. And as always, a wonderful little beverage to start it off and keep me cool in my hot office as I spend the next 30 minutes or so any place in the world, but it's here with you. What's happening, everybody? Yo, no movie review right now. You got your movie review is going to drop. Yes, I am going to drop a movie review Tuesday morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. That's right. So please make sure that you have all of your stuff set to give you a notification when Going Full Nerd drops that review. Yes, so if you're on YouTube, remember, hit the subscribe button and hit the little bell. If you're on Anchor.fm or iTunes or Spotify, please tune in 6 o'clock in the morning to see my review of The Captive State. Yes, it is the movie Captive State. New movie hit the box office this weekend, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to start off like we always do, and talk about the top five box office. That's right. We're going to talk about the top five box office in domestic U.S. theaters right here, right now. Oh, so coming in at number one, second week in a row. Number one, Captain Marvel for all the haters. I guess people want to see why it is such a problem. So, it ran up $69.3 million in the second weekend, bringing the total domestic box office up to $266 million. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. Coming in at number two is a newcomer to the list, the animated feature by Paramount Wonder Park, pulling in $16 million. So, the family feature couldn't dethrone Captain Marvel. Hmm. Okay, coming in at number three is the romantic drama or heartfelt teen drama. Not sure which one it is because I have no interest in watching it. There's nothing against that. It's just not what I do. And that's five feet apart from Lionsgate Film, pulling in $13.1 million. Coming in at number four is last week's number two, How to Train Your Dragon. The Hidden World by Universal, pulling in $9.3 million. And last but not least is last week's number three, coming in at number five. And that is Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral, pulling in $8 million. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. Yo, so, I got kind of a smorgasbord. I've got a variety of... Of things I'm going to talk about this week. I'm not going to take up too much of your time because spring is starting to arrive. Today is St. Patrick's Day. So I got a little green on. No pinching. You see the green. It's on the hat. Let me turn that back around. Okay. So this is the deal. I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to put it there. I'm, I'm having a beer. 
It's not a it's not an Irish beer, but I'm gonna have me a beer. I'm gonna take a sip. Mm-hmm. 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 And we're gonna talk about the things. You see, today's topics, today's topics include James Gunn is back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ain't that something? Yo, James Gunn, if you remember, he was fired as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy after some tweets that he did surfaced that were inappropriate. Okay, I did a video on that uh, back on my YouTube channel. You can go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash going full nerd and you can peep that out so this is the deal i think that was what july 2018 he was fired okay publicly fired by disney all right so now this is the deal it has been announced it has been spoken that he will be back and he will work on guardians of the galaxy Volume 3, he has been brought back. Somebody at Disney decided to forgive him. It was probably CEO Alan Horn said, you know what? We got to make, we're going to use your script anyway. We might as well just go ahead, let you direct it so we can get the full gist of what's going on. Now, one of the things is, is they did not, and I'm going to say it again, they did not hire a replacement director. They've been talking about it. People have been rumored, but no one was actually spoken to. So to hear this announcement, to see the tweet by James Gunn, that is awesome. Glad it worked out for you, homeboy. That should teach a lot of people a lesson, which is social media is not your friend. Be right on social media. Even though your boy is on here, this is purely entertainment. This is a joke. This is the funny ha-ha. But you don't do it at somebody's expense because it could come back and bite you in the tail. Now, one of the things, James Gunn got a job in the interim. He got written, you know, wrote in or written in or he reached out, his agents or however, and he has been named the director of Suicide Squad 2. Now, we remember that. We remember the Suicide Squad film. I actually enjoyed the Suicide Squad film. You can see the review on my YouTube channel, another shameless plug. But this is the deal. He's still going to direct it, even though there has been some casting changes. That is the second point. Suicide Squad. Suicide. Ooh. 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 Suicide Squad 2 is not actually going to be a sequel. The word on the street, the word on the street, on the internet, kind of flowing out there, is that Suicide Squad 2 is actually going to be a reboot. We don't know if it's a hard reboot. We don't know if it's a soft reboot. But this is the deal. Producer Peter Safran, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Safran, Safran, Sasson, <laughs> whatever. All right. His attempt to explain doesn't really help, okay? This is the thing. Initial reports described James Gunn's script for Suicide Squad 2 is something of a soft reboot, all right? It will be a reimagining of the template set by David Ayer's original Suicide Squad film, with the only major player returning is Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn, all right? 
Now, we know the character Deadshot is returning. Will Smith is like, yo, no, we're not doing it. It's not happening. So they went out. They said, well, they killed off Hemdall in the Thor film. So, yo, what's up, Idris? Idris Elba, you got something to do? So Idris Elba is now going to be Deadshot. Batman, there is no Batman. Batfleck or Ben Affleck is no longer attached to being Batman. So you're not going to have him. So what's the deal? There's been some casting calls that dropped, some obscure characters. We even have David Bautista, who showed all the wonderful, what's the best way for me to put it, support for James Gunn, okay? He showed the support for James Gunn and said, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. You you doing Suicide Squad? I'm going to jump on Suicide Squad with you, homeboy. And he's playing the Peacemaker, Okay obscure DC Comics character, all right? I think Peacemaker got waxed in Crisis on Infinite Earth in the comic books. I'm going to take a look at that. But then they rebought it back, you know, yada, yada, yada. We get rid of a character, we bring a character back, we get rid of a character, bring a character back, whatever, whatever. So, you know, and with Suicide Squad, David Ayers proved, it doesn't matter even if you're on the poster, you could get waxed in the beginning of the film. So with a lot of the um, characters not reprising their roles, meaning the superhero characters, I think we're still getting, is it Viola Davis? I'm not sure. Maybe it's Viola Davis. She's playing um, The Wall, Amanda Waller. I, I don't know. They change these characters so much. These actors, some actors get in there, some actors don't. You know, you got skinny Amanda Waller, you got big Amanda Waller. It's like going from small Oprah to big Oprah. Yeah, I, I just don't know anymore. I just don't know. All I hope is that we get a good entertaining film. I, I was entertained by Suicide Squad 1. Didn't like what they tried to do to connect everything, you know, because it seems like they were rushing with all that. But that's a whole different story. We'll let it go. Just make an entertaining movie, folks. Make an entertaining movie. That's all we're really, really looking for. All right. Now, here's the thing that kind of jumped out at me. We've had a few things. We had a few things. And this is actually, it's, it's surprising that I'm wearing my Stark Industries shirt while I record this. It's, it's surprising that I'm wearing my Shield Hydra hat while I'm recording this. But the thing about it is, um, I'm talking all DC Comics <laughs> for the most part. So check this out. Flash, and this is my thing, is Ezra Miller stirring the pot. Is he, is, he, is he starting drama where there should not be drama? This is the thing. There's little doubt that we're going to get a Flash film. I think we're going to get a Flash film, especially with how popular The Flash was and is on the CW network, on the TV show. And we know that it's eventually going to happen. Though we know that the whole Justice League thing has been basically blown up specifically with DC and DC Comics and Warner Brothers Entertainment saying they're not going to try to do these connected films. We're going to try to make good films. Thank you for at least that. So, sources believe that Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison may be rewriting the script. The rumor on the street is Ezra Miller is not happy with the light-hearted take on Barry Allen inside of the Flash film. The, this is the thing that's kind of got me 
confused. Barry Allen is not a dark and grim character. Barry Allen, basically, if you go back to the comic books, he's another character, much like Superman, is embodying hope and embodying heroics. Not dark, her. This is the guy who had Kid Flash as his sidekick. All right? I'm not talking, you know, Batman had Robin. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Aquaman had Aqualad. Blah, 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 blah. DC Comics got this thing with teenage sidekicks. I don't know. That was a thing from 70s and earlier. It is what it is. But this is my thing. Barry Allen has always been the one character that would sacrifice himself, not really dark about it, not really sad about a bunch of stuff. He would always bring a lighter mood, not a joke, but he'd bring a lighter mood and an adult thought process or real-world problems. If you look at some of the animated features, Barry Allen was like, hey, I think one of the more recent animated movies, he was like, hey, I'm getting married, blah, blah, blah. I think it was the death of Superman. Hey, I'm getting married. What's going on? Blah, 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 and was more happy about it. He got serious when he not needed to get serious, but he wasn't a character that was like, ugh. Uh, I'm dark and gritty, and I'm going to survive, and I'm going to use my super speed and turn back time and destroy people and beat up this bad guy. He was, this is the guy that made friends with his rogues gallery. Think about it. Think about it. So for somebody to say the script was a little too lighthearted, sometimes I, I, I wonder. Now, if the script was full of jokes, then I can understand Barry Allen wasn't a complete jokester. Wally West was more of a jokester than Barry Allen, but Wally West was more serious than Barry Allen. But anyway, let's not get me into going full nerd mode, all right? Let's, let's, let's look at that. So this is the deal. So on Friday, Hollywood Reporter broke the news that Ezra Miller is going to help write the script with Grant Morrison. Now, Grant Morrison has written one of my favorite arcs in Justice League comic books, the Magnificent Seven time frame, all right? So he is more familiar, in my opinion, with writing Wally West, who was a comedic offshoot with the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern in the comic books. I know I'm getting deep, folks, so this is more for my comic book fans. But this is the deal. To have him write it, and he's written some pretty dark stuff. He's written some, you know, the DC's adult vertigo line with a lot of mysticism and things like that. So I'm not sure if he was the best person for this. I mean, I love Grant Morrison. I love that run. But I don't know if that's with the, a darker Barry Allen is where we should go. We've seen how that kind of backfired and fell with Henry Cavill as Superman. So... Maybe, hopefully, with Shazam, things will pick up. And maybe, hopefully, we can get the bigger DC characters back on track. Like a grim Batman, a hopeful Superman, and having them interact in that type of manner. Aquaman, I do like the changes that they've done with Aquaman. But in all reality, Aquaman is one of those characters that, yes, he is kind of, hmm, he's kind of one of those guys that do, you know, he's a little bit, a little bit gruff, okay? Aquaman is a little bit gruff. They made him a little more relatable in the movies. Now, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. They did a great job with Gal Gadot. That's Wonder Woman. You know, Amazon, 
straight, unfamiliar with the world. She's perfect, okay? That is as perfect as you can get with one of the characters from DC Comics. So as you've waiting on the Joker film coming out, as you're waiting on the New Gods film that supposedly is in pre-production, we'll see what goes down with that. But I will say, I did find out one thing. Feel sorry for Cyborg. Mm. The rumor on the street is that the Cyborg solo film is now defunct. It is now deactivated. Yo, my man. My man. You remember how Aquaman said that in Justice League? He called him. He's like, my man. Well, bottom line is, is boom. He is not. He is not going to get the solo movie. And, oh boy, what's his name? Ray? I forgot what his name was. Ray? Ray what? Ray? Well, Guess what? It looks like he's out of a job because he is no longer playing Cyborg in any DC Extended Universe. I know they stopped calling it that. But any superhero f- film as Cyborg from here on. That's the rumor on the street. I remember they were talking about Cyborg for 2020. Not happening, player. Not happening. Whoo! Let's, let's look at that. That's something else. Yo, but that's, that's the deal. That is the deal. Hey, we got a short stream this week. We're going to keep it quiet. We're going to keep it low. Because I'm just trying to get more and more info and more things to record from you. I know that I owed you guys an ice cream review. I said I was going to review some ice cream. I posted some pics on Instagram. And, uh, okay, I bought the ice cream. I got the ice cream. I didn't eat it yet. I didn't eat it. My wife wants to enjoy the Spirits ice cream from Haagen-Dazs with me. So I'm going to review it, and I'm going to get her opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and share that, you know, share that ice cream, okay? I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to get it going. We're going to make it work, okay? So that is the deal. Anyway, as always, I like... And enjoy spending this time with you on Sunday, 6 p.m. I know the weather's changing. It's a little more daylight than it usually is. People hit the streets, and it's great. But please, make sure that you check out goingfullnerd.com, where you can get the information on comic books and other press releases and information from Marvel, DC, Image, all sorts of comic book companies that they send your boy for me to share with you. Also, check out the YouTube channel. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And also check out the podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, and Spotify. Just do that search for Going Full Nerd. And anyway, like I say, shorter stream this week, but that's okay. We'll be back with you on Tuesday with another fresh video. And... Boom, boom. As always, you can, if you can't say something nice to somebody, don't say anything at all. Just go ahead, send me the message, and I'll say it about them for you. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Let me hit that music, and boom, I'll be getting the heck out your head.